LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. An LDG desktop tuner works automatically with nearly any station up to 1,000 watts. LDG Zero Power Tuners are ideal for portable or mobile use as they consume almost no current and can be powered by internal batteries that last up to a year. LDG Tuners are backed by our two-year fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service, the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 watts and a wire. Okay, let's be real. I've had a couple cocktails, and uh, I was grooving to the mu- music, and next thing you know, it, it disappeared, it disappeared. Hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. This uh, is a podcast going back to 2015, and uh, it is a study of... Uh, life and amateur radio and we take on all sorts of different topics it's a topical conversation and i don't know man my song my theme song was about to kick in we had like a minute left and next thing you know boom if you're happy with you if you're happy and you know it clap your hands it was like the end of the show thing ah they'll never see it doesn't matter episode 322 is uh featuring some of the difficulties we have in our our shacks so we're going to tackle some of that today. Hello, Steve. It's good to see you. How's things going out there it's in going. the West? It's been a nice day today. Got into the upper 60s. So what? It was good. Yeah. That's real it's good. Been, uh, it's just a you know, freak of nature, but uh, this good deed will go punished. So oh, yeah. probably in the next couple of days we'll be back down cold. Game time temperatures tonight here in the Heartland, 38 degrees, 38 degrees, and we actually woke up to uh, 41, and I've spent the whole, is it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and part of today, moving piles of wood, tree work needed to be done this year, we've got uh, some big oak trees, the ones that hang the antennas, but some of them have also grown out over part of the house, so you do that work and get that off there so you don't have to build a new roof, that kind of deal. And I needed to move some wood piles uh, to get that ready to split. Got the wood ready, stacked, split up, and all that. Reverse that order. I got the wood, split it, then stacked it, and then delivered some. Because my girls love, love, love to have a fire. You know, it's crazy. It's not the most efficient thing, but, you know... That's why I asked you, I sent Steve a text yesterday about the pellet stove, because I know you have a pellet stove, and I probably need to look into that at some point, but... um, Oh, yeah, my last place, I had the wood-burning stove, and yep, go through the routine, split the wood, stack it, Mm -hmm. have it seasoned for a year, and uh, go from there. In this shop, I just went with a pellet stove, and it's just take the bag, cut it open, dump Mm -hmm. it in, and away you go (laughs) hit start and uh let it run i get satisfaction out of early on i needed to get the splitter serviced it just wouldn't turn over and it had been sitting all through last year a lot and uh so i was swinging an axe and man you know there's there's some good in that and there's also like you know well some frustration (laughs) yeah i mean it's you know there and you're handling the wood so much Mm-hmm. that you know your body can you know start to wear down faster 
But that splitter, that Briggs and Stratton on that splitter, man, it is a hoss. And it's like, what do you want to do? If you can get it up here, I'll split that song, bitch. And it'll say that exactly. to you. It'll like, you get it up here, I'll split it. And uh, we went at it this morning for a while again. And it just feels good. It's like a, I don't know. It's a good thing. It's a man thing, I think. It's, it's just, it feels like you've split enough wood to get you through the winter. And then a little some. So that's kind of. And then I instantly had, I was walking like France, uh, Fred Sanford. You know what I'm talking about? You know, I mean, like, my body was like, yeah, it's good to feel like a man, you dummy. But, uh, <laughs> oh, Elizabeth, I'm, I'm coming to see you, honey. You know, it was like that. But, uh, yeah, so I could feel it. I get sorer faster each year. But it does feel good. Split it, stack it, brought it in. The girls are doing it now. Again, it's not the most efficient way to heat your house. The doors are opening, you know. There's, but it, there's something about a fireplace, and this time of year is just, uh, you know, it's a necessity. It's a good thing. The holidays are coming, and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the holidays, Steve, we're giving away one thousand dollars. Thousand dollars, yes. One thousand dollar giveaway, and it's very easy to do. I'll give you a brief overview now. Because we've got about 86 entries so far. You can enter up to four times because we're going to do a drawing of uh, $250 each week starting November 28th. And all you need to do is go to any place that you like to buy your ham radio products. There's many of them. DX Engineering, Gigaparts, RNL Electronics. HRO. HRO, of course, is the probably the biggest. Go to any of these places, fill up your cart upwards to $250, and don't buy this stuff. Just take a screenshot of what you would buy if you had the dough, okay? Your name's going to go into a big old pot, random drawing, and whatever is picked, uh, we will pay for what was in your cart. No strings. Well, the thing is, how Mm -hmm. do they get this list to you? Very good. Man, you're on it. As I mentioned earlier, I had been uh, drinking just a little bit. Uh, I'll put it up here. I didn't mean to take you off the screen here. Let me bring you back that's because okay. I got another way to do it. That's that's a good point, Steve. What you do, take your screenshot and send it to my email address, Christian at 100wattsandawire.com. Very simple. And add your shipping address. That way we know where to have this gear sent. And I think people are like, what's the catch? No catch. There's no catch. All you got to do is just got to go through the steps. You know, some people have gone over the 250 thing, and then that kind of forces us to edit, which is weird. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good stuff you can get for 250 bucks. Oh, yeah. So keep Let, it at 250 and below. Yep. And just uh, do the screenshot, attach it to the email, send it off to Christian, and it's just simple. That's Simple. the only skin you have to put in the game. It's so easy, like, you know. And Steve has put in, uh, it was 16 last week. He's trying to, it's like sidecar, <laughs> and then it's like, you know, his last name. I'm like, Steve. I keep getting caught. <laughs> he's up to 20. Yeah, he's getting caught. I'm like, yeah, dude, come on, you can't. Dude. <laughs> but it's fun to see what's in the baskets. You know what I mean? Some people are going for the headsets. Well, last week we talked about, uh, microphones and the different options, and I'm seeing some headsets now. Not that we've driven that product, but, you know, it falls in line. It falls in place. Heil's got a product that's a, 
you know, 200 and some dollar headset or whatever. And I'm seeing some of that as I go through. But other people are doing some of the smalls too, like cable assemblies or connectors, a little bit of coax. They're doing, uh, you'll like this because you had an idea for this week's or next week's question. I'll put it out tomorrow for, you know, what's in your, your mobile. People are buying $200 or, you know, putting it in their cart. Uh, UHF VHF type of rigs for being mobile so it's interesting to see what how you're spending that uh, in your cart but uh, November 28th that's when we'll start to pick and then we'll do one each week and that'll lead up to Christmas Um, at that point I won't have any more money but (laughs) that's okay the kids are taken care of I think the kids are already uh, they've already got their gifts so uh, mama takes care of that early she's one of those sorts so speaking of questions, I put it on the screen. We we uh, for our podcast listeners, you can get pod, the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Sunday nights we record the show, but it's also live stream. So if you're able to join us, you're near a computer, join in the fun. Uh, there's some folks there. We see Scotty and Marilyn. Marty, I believe, is out on the uh, the West Coast in California. Uh, Virginia Station uh, stopped by today, so it's nice to see people. DJ's there. I think uh, where's DJ? He's up in Connecticut. I think. Is it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Teme. Teme. Oscar Hotel 7. Tango Echo Mike. I don't know if that's a full call sign. I think it's a lot of extra letters there. But I think he's actually Oscar <laughs> Hotel 7 Tango. Uh, Teme. Where is he? Finland or Norway? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Remember? He used to join us all the time. We also yep. have Ishmael. Hello. He's Juliet Ish- 7 2. India. Mike Sierra. Good uh, evening to you. I think he's in. Um, Dominica. Dominica. So worldwide uh, joining us. And, you know, if you can be here in front of the computer, you're welcome to join us as we record this on And uh, DJ is making a comment about uh, my attire tonight. And, uh, yes, we were uh, in the high 60s today, uh, DJ. And currently it's 62.6 degrees outside as we record this uh, podcast. So, yeah, yeah, still in the 60s. 38 degrees right. here at game time, but you're uh, you're wearing a Hawaiian thing, and you're going back. You know, it came yes. up at my dinner table tonight because <laughs> you do you know it's cheaper for us to fly to Hawaii or, or as cheap as flying to, like, say, Vegas or parts of California to Hawaii. And so it's yeah. like, and it's, 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 it's not cheap at all. You know, I mean, I'm not making it sound mm. like it's cheap, but, I mean, if you're going to spend... A couple grand to fly to, you know, the, the West Coast. The family might as well go to Paradise, and, like, wow. uh, where it's nice and warm and uh, and it's kid friendly. We've been looking at. Uh, well, Hawaii's been on the list for a long time, and you gave recommendations. I know you're going back there next month. Uh, my kids are hot to go. They want to go to like France, you know. My wife has been really? there with her studies and that sort of thing. I've never mm-hmm. been there myself, and but. They've got COVID. COVID's up there now. They're like 10,000 cases a day right now, so it's a little tough. My kids just got their first vaccination, and, you know, that's that's everything. The whole thing, not to open a can of worms with vaccinations. I know people do what you want to do, but I got kids who are 7 and 11, and I need to make good choices for them. Um, so, you know, Paris is just like, it's one of those things. I don't know if we'll get there, but that's a lot more money. We're looking at these options, and I'm like, Steve's going back. And she's like, it could be because airfare is just, it's better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can get there cheaper. Anyway, now we're now it's just a travel channel. Welcome to it. 
But this is the intersection of life and ham radio, so you got to get a little life in there too. What were you going to say about going back? What 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 is this a uh, twice in one year thing? Uh, just a fluke. Uh, this this trip is uh, is unique because it's uh, my wife uh, K seven UDI who happens to have her ticket. Um, it's uh, her and myself twenty fifth wedding anniversary and our anniversaries on on December twenty eighth. Oh, for so you! Wow. Be in the islands and on her bucket list is. Uh, uh, she wants to go whale watching, and the uh, and the whales uh, migrate uh, in the winter time. So uh, it kind of we take care of two uh, two things in one trip. So Beautiful. it worked out. We're going to Kauai, so we won't be going to Maui, but we'll be on the uh, in the Garden Island to join the 100 oh, watts in the wire. Stop that <laughs> nonsense! I gotta stop hitting that button. It's twice with that button. Let me just tell you, uh, I had a couple of what they call the screwdrivers. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Yeah, you should have one of these. Then you'll be, then I don't know. It was one of those things I like, yingling, or they go with the other thing. I'm like, let's try the vodka tonight. That, that Polish, I got the Polish potatoes in there. Let's do that. Next thing you know, I keep hitting the the, the button. Sorry about that. The button. The button. So. The end button. It's like, yeah, and everything blows up. Like, good Enough of that Hawaii talk, Steve. Not, so you got 26 years show. in. You're going to watch the whales. Mm-hmm. And 20, you're going yeah, back. 25 years. Around yeah, Christmas, or is 20, it the end of Christmas week? What was it? Uh, it's next month. Well, right? We're going to be leaving the 22nd and coming back the 30th. And our wow. anniversary is on the 28th. So through oh, Christmas. Uh-huh. Wow! Yeah, we're not even right. it's we're not even putting up a Christmas tree here at home. Yeah, the kids are everybody's all like, ah, "That's cool, go go go." We might put up some, you know, decorations in the family room and stuff like that. But for the most part, nope. Our friend it's, Scotty is laughing from Maryland. He is a engineer, audio engineer. He's laughing drink. because I'm nope. pushing. But yeah, I got to stop the drink. I got to stop. Okay, if you insist. <laughs> okay. Oh, there go. was a question. <laughs> there was a question that came in. I'll, I'll answer that now because we're we are live on Sundays. You're welcome to join us anytime you're near a computer. Sam, you can enter up to four times uh, for the 1K drawing. Uh, only your call sign could win one time. So, you know what I mean. Put four entries in if you like. That's cool. You can do that. Uh, if you were to win once, that would be it for you. You'd be done. Yep. No hat tricks. No clean. No sweeps. hat tricks. That That's that just... would that would be crazy. I, that'd be it. Uh, there was yeah. another question too, but you can enter up to four times because there's four weeks. Oh. And uh, what we're going to do is take what you put in your cart and buy it and send it to you. It's not going to come to me or hang out here. Or any you know, Steve's not going to unbox it and make a video <laughs> out of it. And you know, it's just. Well, Sam it. had a question on uh, can he change his entry. Well, you can have four different entries. Yeah, get another one. Works. I would make them yeah, different. Yeah. You know, make them uh, different. Yeah. I wouldn't put four of the same and let's d- see what else you would do. What else would you do? Mix, mix it up. Mix it so, up, man. There you that's, go, Sam. That's mix what Sidecar Steve and... is doing. I mean, 27 entries coming out of Washington State. I'm like, that's a little weird. And 27 different items. Yeah, 27 <laughs> different lists. Yep. Good for you. Uh, so we did have a question this week. We were going to talk about challenges. Uh, you wanted to put the the idea out there of shack challenges. And yeah, it was um, more of the you know your design, your layout more more so, but it mm-hmm. kind of morphed into other other issues. But that was the ultimate goal was uh, your uh, your challenges of laying your shack out based on what you have, and whether it's uh, you know a small room, a large room, or 
or wherever, you know, mama relegated you to put your shack as your garage, a spare bedroom or whatever. What, what challenges did you run into? And uh, that was kind of, but you know, it's uh, like everything else, you know, we kind of, people have different reactions. And uh, so it's always good to see, uh, you know, what people overcame and are, are overcoming uh, currently with their shacks. But before so that, that let me hit the end of the show button. <laughs> to join the 100 watts in a wire. Okay, great. There Just want to make so sure everybody, the we got that. Uh, speaking of hat tricks, let's do it three <laughs> times like Candyman. Um, so you've been doing this for over 40 years. So I guess the challenge is, at least in your current home, you know, you kind of built that room that you're in now. You built the mm-hmm. shelves and that sort of thing. Was there, I mean, I guess there was some trial and error as you got to this final destination. What are some of the things that you had an issue with? Um, it was just the uh, ergonomics of it, the layout, and uh, how I wanted to do it. And uh, so there was a, a lot of that going on. I, I got down to one point uh, where I laid out on graph paper the size of the room the table size and uh and i cut out uh, i scaled it up and on a piece of paper what do you do in the middle of winter and you got nothing else to do um and then just kind of move pieces around and uh that worked out uh, pretty good and kind of got an idea and then one way i wanted to go i thought it was going to go and then when I started assembling and getting everything done after the room was completed, it just total took a total different turn, and uh, all the pre all the planning just kind of went up, out the door and uh, went went a different route and kind of eh, this is the way it is. Uh, put together the shelving, and uh, but it's a, in a way to where I can disassemble it fairly easily and rearrange things around. So it's it's just a constant uh, flow and what I'm feeling at the time and what the rigs are, you know, we're always changing rigs. And, uh, so that changes, uh, layouts and, and things like that. So, and for me, um, I'm right hand, uh, dominant. So everything kind of had to flow that way. And so it's been, it's been kind of fun. This is, I don't know how many iterations of shacks I've had over the years, but, uh, in 40 years, there's been quite a few, now, in your current situation, I can tell that you built that rack behind you to, to have the Collins. So if you're lucky enough now, or go back as you're listening to this, you can go back to the uh, YouTube channel and, and see this. But behind Steve, in his shack, is the Collins line, and you got that from your, your father-in-law who passed in, yeah, in the recent S, years. Yeah, the, the S line, which is down at the bottom. Oh, shoot, let me get into a position oh, where... That's okay. <laughs> So. Well, you can see how I can see how you built that in there. You built that for that, right? Yeah. Is so it when I, I, is it ready to operate? Like if you switched it over, could you go sit there and operate that too? Is that been mm-hmm. part of I'd your have design? To move some cables, cables around, and mm-hmm. uh, and then go from there. So uh, originally that was position number two, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be that things have changed because now I got two radios here right. so we have the 101 there and then the 3000 here and so position one position two on the uh on the uh, antenna switch so that kind of changed so now do i 
change the antenna switch and go by a four by eight and uh and then incorporate those other two because there's the s line on the on the bottom and the kwm2 on top so damn they're like beautiful that's a, uh, that's a uh the antenna a four by eight switch is 1200 bucks so yeah. it's a few coconuts for that yeah for sure and speaking of coconuts you're gonna need coconuts for when you go to mm-hmm. hawaii but yeah you know for me i this is kind of like my hf shack it's been there the lighting and things have come along since we started the channel and you know and i wanted to have a set you know i don't sit around during the day here with my lights and you know i'm jimmy hendrix with the fire and you know okay sometimes on tuesdays tuesdays i do but you know, I, so for me, it was kind of. Let me uh, see if I can show you here. You you can't get a great look at it, but this is the business end of of my shack, and uh, to the left of what you're seeing there, the Chris Farley magnet, who is my hero, comic hero. Um, they have the Drake TR7 is in a rack, just like the one that you see here, and then I went with. Um, you know, under my on-air sign, I went with the kind of 4U gator case, rack them up, because I just like racks, and uh, it helps me with my cable management, um, but also uh, the black rack there with the 7610, which is behind me, it, it's on wheels, so I can roll this out much like a broadcast station would be able to, and I can get behind there. I can clean if I need to, but I didn't just land here. You know what I mean? I, I had several different looks and it was all right here, but you know, the simple things like the pass through Steve, like the, uh, the MFJ pass through. And if you, you've got the right thing, you can make your own piece of wood to stick between your, you know, Mm -hmm. but just getting the cables in was a deal, you know, like, how am I going to do that? No, I was so new to HF. I didn't know what, you know, and MFJ, they just make everything, and they they got one. You know, you could just do that, or drill a hole in some wood, figure out how to put it in your window, so they come in that way. You know, and I just think the operating position is always kind of it's unique to everybody. You know, like when you work, you're facing your radio. For me, when I'm when I'm working, I could I can turn and face my radio, but like tonight at after the show goes off, I'll be sitting here and I can sit here with my push to talk. I'll bring my microphone in. I don't really have to mess. I can reach my rig. Everything's within. So I guess I'm I'm really trying to say every everybody's unique in how they want to operate. Some people are super simplistic. They just want a very simple desk. Mm-hmm small rig and they, and they only have a few items so they don't you know they don't have a lot of stuff right <laughs> where like like i got back here and that uh so you know some can say hey that's pretty you know it's all cluttered up and everything but uh you know and then we have our our pcs and uh in for our logging and some of my automation mm-hmm. which is that's how i control my antenna switches through the computer and um so it's uh it kind of adds up there's the sdr receiver for the pan adapter and uh so yeah mark in maryland another marylander my home state uh born and raised in baltimore uh mark says uh that you've got some high product placement there i'd like to see some of that cache we're gonna call bob <laughs> dear bob please send money 
Stop writing me. <clears throat> Oops. Uh, yeah, so we ask a question each week and try to get people involved in the answers. And just to show you that the guys are working 7 o'clock Central Time. Uh, we actually do have a net that rolls out here. So if you're driving down the road listening to this sometime during the week, uh, on Sundays we have a live net, the 100 Watts and a Wire Sunday evening uh, net. We're running some digital things uh, right now. You see Don uh, below and N2HYG. Uh, Uncle Paul has just put up his 160 antenna today. He said his arthritis is hurting him a little bit because it's so cold out there, but he wanted to get the 160 up. And he's working on getting the uh, 80 meter. I think he said a double bazooka. I'm not positive about that. But um, for if you're watching now in real time, uh, 7219, 72, nope, 7218 actually. 18, yes. And uh, his signal is uh, 20 over. Let's, let's give a listen. Uh, uh, and that's, that's what I usually run as, uh, as my mobile. Uh, and then I'll wind up taking it out of the mobile when I'm port, you know, to, to, to work wherever we are. Uh, and that's when, I, that's when I put up the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the tripod on, on the, in the bed of the truck. But, uh, yeah, uh, I've, I've, worked, I've worked so many, so many countries you know, doing it that way. Pretty well less situated, and uh, uh, the only problem I have is with with the uh, the Aegis one twenty is is that it, it it asks for a good ground, wow, okay. and sometimes uh, you know, I, I have to carry a, uh, a can of deoxid uh, along with me so just to make sure that the, the, the ground is is, is working. But but anyway, bouncing off uh, up to twenty uh, twenty over here. But uh, it's happening now. If you're near your radio or near the computer, all good. Let's uh, let's check in, Steve, now and then uh, see what some of the people say. We put a post up. I try to do it on Mondays to give people enough time on our uh, social media. And we have a Facebook group. And uh, we also have a Discord group now just in case Zucky loses his mind, which is quite possible, you know. And uh, we'll go through these a little bit. The top 17 answers are on the board. We talked a little bit about this, Steve. I have not read any of these, but Patrick chimed in quickly. He said the lot of my house sits on uh, is 25 feet wide, north to south, 95 deep east to west. I have a small electrical substation for a neighbor, not a ton of room for a decent antenna. I get by with an NFED half wave 80 through 10 and a G5RV and an inverted V, both in the wrong orientation, but it works well enough. Running an ICOM 7300 Heil Pro Set IC and an LDG 100 tuner. So here we go, Steve. Here's the first uh, case now, and we can talk a little bit about spatial issues. You want to talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit? Oh, that's, that's the tough one, uh, you know. Uh, I remember living on a city lot and uh, trying to, uh, you know, getting uh, 20 meter, 15 meter antennas really easy. Start dealing mm-hmm. with uh, uh, 40 is kind of doable. When you start getting down to the lower bands, it gets really doable. And then that's where you have to kind of get creative. And uh, so in Patrick's case, and then they, you got the, the sub that's uh, nearby. So that. Uh, create some challenges because uh, substations aren't the cleanest when it comes to RF spectrum. They do have a tendency to 
creates some noise and uh, it'll, it creates havoc. And uh, we've had some of our, you know, my employer's subs where we tore up our, our 220 uh, radio system and uh, to the point to where we have to take the, we have to spend a lot of time trying to troubleshoot and find find where the problem was, but it, it made a site completely useless. And uh, so that uh, it's that, that's a challenge there, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, lot size is really, really tough, and 25 feet wide is like, wow, that's pretty narrow. Yeah, it is. And uh, so it's, but uh, Patrick, you know, he uh, he adapted, overcame, and uh, you know, I was kind of curious on what's the wrong or- orientation on the uh, on the uh, inverted V, but uh, but yeah, you just. It seems to be working for him for the time being. It might not be the most ideal or optimum, op, optimized operation, but you know, it's you know, it's it's something. It's better than nothing. Let me uh, tell you a quick little story about uh, interviewing K3LR several years ago. And everybody knows that if you drive through a certain point, uh, I I don't know if it's a Pennsylvania Ohio border. I don't. I've never been past, mm-hmm. but I. I know K3LR has uh, many towers. It's a probably multi-million dollar contest station. I don't know all the facts, but I know this man's been doing it for a long time, and he's serious business. Okay, so he's in the contest world. However, he wasn't always there. And we talked about um, antennas like an inverted L, and he told me a story about when he had his uh, inverted L on 160. And the wire bent down, it bent around, it hung down in one part. It was just not so. It was it ha- it was what it had to be for him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I did fine. You know what I mean? Like for getting on, working. It's not the contest station he dreamed of and ultimately put up. But in his early going, he didn't have the space. And he did the L up. And he did it over, and it had to bend around a little bit. It may have zigged. Yeah. So uh, the moral of that story is I think you just got to do what you can do and try it. You know, there's no Mm -hmm. right or wrong. Just try it. I mean, maybe there's better, but. And you'll be amazed what how well it performs, and it just it might not look like, you know, you open up the antenna book and this is the way it's supposed to lay out. Mm -hmm, mm But uh, you kind of do these dog legs, this and that, then it ends up uh, working out just perfect. And uh, so, just put it up and run with run run with what you run mm-hmm. is the old uh, you know drag racer uh, motto. But uh, you'll do fine, and uh, it's it's the challenges. Another tidbit: K nine EID. Bob Heil told me years ago when I was first putting up antennas. He was like, you worry too much. Just put it up. Just put it up, you know. And it was because I had so many questions. I was like, but what if, but what if, but what if, you know. And I was curious about these bends and it touches the tree and what do the leaves do and, you know, all these kinds of things. And he said, you worry too much. Just put the damn thing up. Don't overthink it. <laughs> we have a tendency to do that. We all do. I still yeah. shoot for the best I can get, you know. If I you know, I've been known to clear out some bush honeysuckle to get it up out of the way so I can get through and put something up in a little better because it's invasive anyway. You know what I mean? I'm not taking down big great trees. But 
I used to worry a little bit more than I do today. But, uh, you know, I'm getting old. So what are you going to do? James. I know James, I believe, is in New York. N2ADV. I live in the country and have acres of land, so no real challenges other than wind. A breeze up on the hill where I live is easily 45 to 50 miles an hour. And just about any support I can put up and get taken down by the wind. Eventually, (laughs) I'll put up a tower once the kids have moved out. Um so he's got enough land, but uh, wind is his challenge. So uh, I guess be careful what you wish for here, Steve. I mean, you're in this situation, too. You've got some land. You've got towers a little different. But I first learned the word galloped, an antenna galloped mm-hmm. through you. Talk about that mm-hmm. a little bit. Wind. That Yeah, that was a um, – so my father-in-law was really big into the cage dipoles and uh, – mm-hmm. Uh, what's a cage dipole? It's basically it's uh, a three wire on a triangle. So each wire is separated by six inches. So you got the horizontal and then you got the angle. So it was uh, six inches on each side. It was a plastic triangle that um, that as a separator that uh, separated the wires. And so what's the benefit of it? It essentially gives you a broadband uh, antenna. It's so, but you got three times the wire. You got all this plastic up there, these spacers, which just add more wind resistance. And uh, and like, uh, you know, a lot of places, we got a lot of wind. And uh, especially here, it's uh, it gets uh, windy pretty good. And uh, what would happen is the antenna would start galloping. And uh, if you've ever seen that old video of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge, when the mm. wind was coming through the Tacoma Tacoma Narrows, the bridge was going sideways and it was going up and down, and uh, that's exactly what this antenna did. It just started galloping. You could just sit there and watch it just wiggle around in the wind, and eventually, the uh, there was just wire fatigue, and it uh, it eventually came crashing down. I had uh, an 80 and a 40 meter antennas, and they both came down pretty much about the same time, and that's when I built the double bazookas and. It's never been a problem since because of the it's just a single coax and it just it, there's no galloping like I had before. So, so people talk I, about having some property and uh, you know listening to me long enough, you know what the trees can do. As what longer your wire gets, the more trees are in the neighborhood. And Steve's situation is not so much trees, but he's got that wind coming across there and across the, his tower. So. That is a thing. Everybody, I think it's good to know that even if you've got the land, you could be dealing with something else. We have different challenges versus, you know, someone with not as much land. Bob says, here's somebody who uh, didn't have the land. He went from a regular house where even in an HOA, I had a 4HF and a 1UHF VHF antenna hidden in plain sight. He went to a two-bedroom apartment. His shack is much smaller as I have his TS590S uh, set up, and only, uh, the only antenna is a 41-foot strung around the ceiling. Hold on, i got to wow. open this up here. i got to open that up on the Facebook. Uh, and it's terminated within, uh, into a homebrew 9-to-1 transformer, but it works. I've worked single sideband DX into Europe, Russia, South America, and Japan. So all is not lost here. No, 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 was not all is lost. That's what's the cool part. It's you know, just uh, antennas in the attic or even just uh, 
run around the ceiling in your room if you're uh, now I don't know if that'd be XYL friendly but uh, but if you know even str stringing a wire around underneath the eaves of your house is uh, it, it, you'll get out and you'll work <laughs> I'm still amazed uh, a couple of years ago working these guys were on, on 75 meters they were down in Arizona New Mexico and HOA areas they put their antenna at the top of a wooden fence, a dipole, full-size dipole. They just ran it along the, the fence line. They just ran the coax, uh, dug it underneath, came up one of the posts, put the uh, center uh, insulator there, and then just kind of stapled it or had those uh, electrical fence standoffs that you mm -hmm. get at, uh, at the home and ranch store. Uh, that's used for you know electric fence to keep your critters in and they just strung that all the way around uh, at the top of a five foot fence and they were you know they were making contacts and having fun and enjoying the uh, enjoying the hobby now was it you know like k3lr style uh, uh, enjoyment no but they were enjoying it in their in their own way and it uh, they had beautiful signals up into the northwest and they were like i said they were down in new mexico and arizona and on 75 so it was like wow just remember k3lr wasn't always k3lr as we no. know it uh, if you're just getting in the game within the last 10 years or so kind of my my situation and you knew k3lr and you hear that concept contestation and you know it's a big deal wasn't always that way and uh, not, I'll never get there, Steve. I'll never get to where he is. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not my ambition, but I don't. I, I couldn't do that anyway. But it's nice to know that he just didn't pop out of a box. You know, he had to deal with some adversity, so that's pretty cool. And a lot of these guys that have big contest stations, and you know, Tim's only one of them, right. one of many, and they've they have gone through the trials and tribulations like the rest of us have, and. Uh, they just uh, overcame them in their way, and uh, so we have it our way. Stay tuned. So. At the top of the hour, you may want to uh, take the chance now to go ahead and open up another browser. If you're with us in real time, Steve and I will be doing the post-show air check where we take your calls on the air. The uh, net handoff will happen. We will be on 7218. Uh, somebody's getting QRM'd right now, or somebody's tuning up to talk to Uncle Paul. So let's uh, go through some of these quickly as we can, um, as we'll set like up to take your box, calls. Uh, over there on the right hand I side. I do of the like picture. that. I do like that yeah. too. Uh, that's RE. RE saying, uh, is he? Yeah, that's RE. I live in a small two bedroom apartment uh, where the floor is four feet below ground level. A sliding window made it easy. To put a pass-through for the coax, but as the room is shared between storage, a small work area, and my shack, I crammed a uh, uh, crammed small homemade uh, homemade L-shaped desk and shelves into a four and a half foot by four foot area. So he's got another small area that he's working with, uh, super tight. But he's got his workbench here. He's got a small, like we mentioned here earlier in this show. Very small working operating desk. He's got a tool right next to it. Um, so making the most out of their space. And uh, he's got some uh, also a room for his wife's tropical plants. I'm kind of curious on how the uh, grow lights are af affecting uh, the operation. Uh, I know some grow lights are uh, are not uh, RF friendly. They 
create no sir sounds terrible to me but if it works Mm -hmm. hey I guess it's Mikey. His only challenge uh, was when he relocated the mast, was getting it back up. Uh, Originally, the tower was 30 feet, and then he added 14 more feet. Didn't use a boom or lift, just me. And uh, he had a friend there to help him uh, do that. Oh, they lost control. (laughs) Lost control of it once and broke the 2-meter and uh, 70-centimeter vertical in the process. Man, I tell you, oh, Steve, man. you got to have a buddy when you're messing around with these things. Even this, oh, yeah. uh, what he's got going on here, and you can watch the playback to see it. But when I had the old hex beam up, man, bringing it down, or just even like a two meter four feet, uh, four forty on a push up mast, you know, if you're trying to deal with that outside of the, you know, the holder, the mount, man. Man, I'm not even going to say what I've done in in the past, but I feel his pain. I feel his pain. I've, we've I've been, bent we've a, all been there. I've bent a couple of things for sure. I, I will say that I did bend a couple and of things. You probably see it quite a bit on uh, field days and, and things like that. Oh, yeah. Kenneth, we downsized from a 2,100-foot square colonial home three years ago uh, where I had lots of room in the basement for my shack and miscellaneous radio stuff I had accumulated over many years, but we struggled with two flights of stairs every day. Let me mm-hmm. open this up here. So we found a ranch-style two-bedroom, two-bath apartment. That was perfect for our needs. I downsized the stuff, uh, downsized the stuff to his FT-857D. That's a nice small radio. The FTM-7250, small tuner and power supply. Stuffed it into a room on a roll-top desk and in the corner of the dining room. So uh, some of the challenges and the themes here, and I haven't read through these yet, but as we go, it's it's going into that sort of apartment living, going into a smaller situation. And as many of the amateur radio operators that we know today are aging up, aging out, something to think about, but to know that it can be done. There's uh, options here. And I encourage you, if we don't get through all of these tonight, go to the uh, 100 Watson Wire Facebook group and you can see these posts. Each week we put out a question and, and see what's going and what's working for you guys. And and with a lot of you know really compact uh, and full-featured radios, it's it makes it great for uh, situations like that where they just um, into a roll-top desk, which is uh, perfect because then you just close it up it's uh, the radio's out of sight, out of mind. You can, it makes uh, you know the rest of the family happy. They don't have to see it. And then when it's time to operate, you just kind of lift the lid and away you go. And uh, so it's, uh, and, you know, another challenge is going from a place where you have lots of room down to into a a small environment. Uh, mm-hmm. Could I take this setup into a into a right. small apartment? No, no. Yeah, and what would you give up? Chuck yeah. here, he, he's moved into an apartment, and he says all of his activity now on HF is portable. I totally see mm-hmm. that. I could totally see that happening. If you're able to get out and operate, perfect, man. It's killer. That's a good, you know, that's a good uh, solution to get back out, go out and do it. Um, and mobile. So, and operate mobile. And mobile. And there's, you know, I've chatted with guys over the years that uh, they were sitting out in their driveway. And that's the only way they can get on HF is just work from the mobile. So that's an, another option. Feeling for our friend Scott here. He's trying to rebuild after a house fire. He lost about $4,000 in radio stuff. Boo insurance. 
I guess he wasn't reimbursed for that. That's tricky. That's a, that's an interesting topic. We should maybe dive into it at some point. It's kind of heavy mm-hmm. and maybe complicated, too, depending on uh, what we're talking about. Uh, rebuilding in a camp trailer I share with three others with no budget. Uh, down to needing a tuner and to physically mount everything. We'll have uh, two meters, 440, and HF and soon to be HF digital. So Scott, we're thinking about you, man. I know that's rough. Take your time and do it what you can with what you have. It's that's all we can do. Uh, Brian, I believe he's a farmer. I haven't heard from him in a long time. He's a uh, kind of out. He's either in uh, South Dakota. I remember him running with us early. Built a desk and uh, made it from a bar stool. Made it at bar stool height. I like that. <laughs> I like nice. that too. It sounds good right away. It's in one corner of his man cave uh, with a fireplace in a corner and a 106 projection TV next to it. Wait a minute. What kind of farm life is this? <laughs> Damn, that sounds pretty good. Allows him to work nice. DX TV screen. He can scroll through the DX spotting websites and uh, have Ham Nation playing. Casey yeah, Zero, MY. Uh, what's the problem? What was your yeah. trouble? Damn it. <laughs> Come on, man. Nice. Miss hearing from you, Brian. That's good. Uh, Matthias, we live in the boonies in rural rural northern Nevada. It's nice to have a lot of acreage, but little did we know in 2015 that we would get wind gusts. Here we go again, Steve. Up to 60 to 65 miles an hour and sustained winds of 25 to 35 miles an hour on a regular basis. So Nevada... Welcome to it. These guys with the space. I mean, we all go, man, I wish I had that space. I wish we could do that. And the wind gets me. The wind definitely gets me. A couple more before we wrap up here. Uh, David says, my station is at the navigation nav station of my boat. So there you go. ICOM 802 Marine Radio uh, opened on the ham bands. Antenna is the backstay that supports the mast. Voice CW. There's no problem there. He's out on his boat. And uh, wrap it up here with Scott. He's November Charlie 2, November United Delta, HOA, limited antenna antenna space, and uh, hope to install a shortened doublet in the near future. There are some uh, interesting stealthy antennas. That's probably another good topic for us to get into. But, again, every scenario is different. Every HOA may be a little different. And we don't oh, know your layout of your uh, of your you know your house or apartment condo whatever your your abode there is uh, that's another factor um, mm-hmm. whether you can have access to attic space is uh, another thing so it's uh, I mean there's a lot there couple more minutes uh, we we did have a little bit uh, from discord uh, RF in the shack uh, someone mentioned that they're they're dealing with RF in the shack and I think that's a common that's a common problem. Another great topic that's a bit above mm-hmm. out of my pay grade, as we say out yeah, we, there. We've kind of talked about it, but yeah, it's re, you know keeping that common mode currents, as they call it, uh, getting into the shack. So uh, that's where having balance, the proper balance in your antennas uh, will help reduce that. Uh, sometimes it will just be pure overload in, into the shack. And so there, there's ways to mitigate it, uh, uh, bypassing toroid coils. So yeah, we... Every one of us, we deal with that and uh, just factor, you know, try to factor some of that in when you're, uh, you know, making your, you know, your installation. 
I hope that helps you. We, uh, it's always good to talk about it. We can take specifics, and uh, at some point, we'll probably just take some calls. Steve and I can just take some calls on the air, and you can come in through the Discord and let us know what's going on where you are. Uh, but you can see the fellas still working there. There will be a handshake, as they say in the business. There will be a handshake or a handoff. Uh, Steve will take the handoff here on 7218 at the top of the hour. Open another browser if you'd like to follow along on your computer you can check out the live stream and if you want to hear your signal and all that sort of stuff you can check it out there okay steve what did we miss what did we miss tonight anything we're giving away one thousand dollars go to the website check that out uh, send it the email to your address christian at 100 watsonwire.com we talked about some challenges we have in our uh, our shack layouts i think we kind of covered it all for tonight i think so too and we'll probably put a question out steve had another idea for a question to to see what you guys are running in your mobile so look for that in discord and look for that on our facebook group and we'll share your answers next week and we can talk about mobile setups what we do for what we do what works for us and what works for you i like this i'm uh, rapping i've had a little bit of uh hit the close hit the now's the time to hit the close i can't find a damn button (laughs) i hit the close three times today early anyway uh Open up that thing. We're going to go do uh, that browser and uh, watch along if you'd like to. I hope you have a great week. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, we Thanks appreciate for being here, you. Everybody. Uh, you know, all the traditional things. If you find value in the program, you can give us a thumbs up. You can use the tip jar, which is the buy me the coffee. We've got a sustaining member program that's still running. Get you discounts. Check it out on the website. You, it's all there. You can join us on the Facebook group and and or Discord. So uh, the Discord server, just look for 100 watts and a wire, and you'll find us there. we got uh, a little under 300 so far in the Discord group. It mm-hmm. seems to be a pretty active and uh, a fun group of uh, guys and gals. So if so inclined, please come and join us. Take care of yourselves. Look out for each other. And by all means, if you can, Please try and stay above the noise. We'll see you in real time over at the Post Show Air Check. Uh, For our listeners, we'll catch you again next Sunday. 73, Steve. 73, Christian. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye, all. Good night. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.